welcome to another episode of Muscle Fitness Health with myself, Ads Fitness. Thank you guys as well for the messages regarding the recent content and picking this show up a little bit more. Um, great to see that you've enjoyed the, the last few episodes and why not, if that is the case, help the show grow and reach more people by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Now, today, going to talk about something pretty important, that's obesity. Why is obesity on the rise? Why has it become such a prominent thing in today's society, much more so than it was 100 years ago? Well, firstly, I'm going to ask you to look at data regarding human height as it's progressed through the last sort of few thousand, even the last few hundred years of our evolution. Um, in the last few hundred years in particular, you see a dramatic rise in the average height of humans that live in developed countries. Why could this be? Well, let's look at life a few hundred years ago and before. A large amount of the population were considered poor, uh, working class. Now, the difference, of course, between working class then and now is the readily available meals that we have prices that are far far cheaper retrospectively to what they would have been 200 years ago and when I say meals remember we also we have that sort of benefit in that sense when it comes to consuming calories of the quick ready cheap you know sugar-filled meals the processed meals and stuff now those of course weren't around a few hundred years ago and one of the reasons many people sort of eat that food still today is they believe that it, it ends up being cheaper well it's cheaper for a reason because of the quality of ingredients that go into it, of course, and of course the mass, you know, production manufacturing. Now, whilst that food, not just through its expense, but also through its taste and convenience has reached through the whole population in general, it's that combination of the average human in society being considered less sort of poor financially, if you like, 200 years ago compared to today, combined with the availability of foods that are you know going to give plenty of calories, you know, so it's not a case of like having to sit down and cook this whole meal and what have you and firstly pay for those ingredients and therefore you're eating these single food like items which are of course going to be better for you. It's pretty hard for someone to eat, you know, 2,000 calories from sort of chicken and vegetables, like even with potatoes as well. It's that, that's, that's a pretty tough challenge. But it's also pretty easy for someone to do that from something like pizza. Okay, so we've got these two things that are correlated together. Now, what's happened is that humans, and that's, that's the reason why we've seen this sort of rise in the average height of humans over that period, the nutrition has got better in its relevance or context, sorry, to sort of avoiding malnutrition. You know, there's not like a huge numbers of the population living malnourished now. I'm not saying that's obviously completely eliminated worldwide. Of course, it's not. But compared to the average calories someone would have to consume, say a few hundred years ago, compared to now, on average, there's a dramatic increase. That is what led to that average height increase as we kind of reach our potential with how far we can grow height-wise. And if you look at the studies and stuff, there's a particular emphasis on protein um, and its con relevance towards the increase in height as well. 
Now, when we're throwing in a lot of this uh, extra calories and junk food, though, of course, we're not just talking protein, are we? There is also, you know, to an extent, you can eat too much protein. But of course, the main thing is eating too much carbs, too much fats and what have you. As we've reached that kind of potential where we can grow like height wise, what we're doing is now overfeeding rather than underfeeding children when they're younger. You know, it's, it's that particularly first 20 years of your life, obviously where you are growing, where that nutrition and nourishment is important to aid that growth. What we're doing though is giving too many calories that we don't actually need. And therefore those are aiding growth in another way by means of storage of body fat. But here's the thing. And, and obviously with that context that I've just given you, what I'm about to say is going to seem normal. What we tend to do then as parents is actually stop our children eating so much or try to, if it, as best we can, curtail that. Um, you know, so that might be making sure that they're having a healthy dinner, making them healthier food to take to school and what have you. Now, I'm just going to go back, and I, even though I'm using myself as an example, my body's not the same as everyone's. It's something that's very common throughout others that I've noticed as well, particularly those I grew up with or, you know, children that I see nowadays. In general, the whole population, this isn't just children actually, the whole population moves less and less and less. Now, when I was a child, I would actually eat so much crap. I'd eat good stuff too. Um, but I would be, I remember, you know, queuing for the, the bus to go to school and it was at a local sort of village shop and I'd always been there eating more sweets than anyone before we got on the bus and then when we get back off as well. You know, I was always eating. I was always really slim and skinny, you know, as a kid though. And, and there are many others that I hung around with who are just the same. But here's the thing. I take a bloody football to school, you know, like kicking it on the way to the bus stop every single break time playing football after school, either playing football or going swimming. You know, I swam like four or five times a week on average. So at some points I was doing it before going to school as well because I've you know, reached pretty high standard in it. But ultimately every single day, every single break time, every single moment I wasn't in the class, I was running around or swimming in a pool. And that was very, very common in society back then as well. You know, and I'm only going back, I'm you know, 40 this year, so I'm only going back like 25 years. But I also saw as I was growing up, the few from sort of friendship groups who got really into um, games consoles, as they became big then with the um, first thing it was the um, Nintendo, um, and then of course Sega Mega Drive. And, you know, those few started, you got really hooked on those and would then start spending their evenings inside rather than outside, you know, running around playing football, what have you. Interestingly, were the ones who ended up putting on the most weight. And this is like become your normal in society today. Kids don't get home from school when they're running straight out again to go and play football or to play a sport. You know, in the main, they're spending much more time indoors, less time running about. Now, here's the problem if we actually go and curtail that through diet. Because the other thing that we can have a big effect on whilst a child is growing up is their metabolic rate as well into adulthood. Now, if we're trying to counteract that by making the child eat a lot less, their body's going to adapt to a lower 
calorie level of calorie intake of food. Okay. So over time, their general like sort of day to day metabolism, how much, you know, calories they'll burn just whilst like talking, whilst, you know, just at rest and what have you, just to keep that body alive. The body's not going to want to waste so many calories. It's not going to want to waste that energy. It's not necessarily over time. It's a bit like, you know, standard thing of anyone dieting, always start their food highs, get their metabolism firing. And that means that they're not going through that process where it's like go straight into a calorie deficit and you're hard eating and you're starving. And within two weeks, great, you've lost four pounds, but then the body's adapted. And to continue that process, you can only eat even less again. Okay. So over time, if we're depriving the child of food, yes, it may curtail their, their fat gain, but as it's doing so, their body is adapting to less food. And the longer it does that for over the greater period of time, the harder those changes are to reverse. So as they get into adulthood, unlike, you know, people like kids in my day, where they're probably getting into adulthood with this like 3000 calorie sort of maintenance or baseline, they're going in with like 1,800 calorie baselines or lower. And that means it's very, very easy in adulthood to overeat. And of course, for, you can probably guess from what I've just said already, in adulthood as well, we move much less. So suddenly we've increased the average calories that humans like consume on a daily basis. And initially that was great for the purposes of increasing our height and making sure that people weren't malnourished and were getting the nutrition that they need to grow. But now we see the downside as it's being, it's that, that sort of food intake of anything is probably still increasing, but it's coincided with not just like children at school, um, but in adulthood as well, due to the sort of nature of our work, much less emphasis on labor, on, on labor, sorry, much less emphasis on military services. We're going to work and sitting down most of the time. So effectively, we've made this huge shift over the, yeah, the last sort of few hundred years of human evolution, whereby, yes, great, we're now consuming more food on average. However, we've coincided it with perhaps the least humans have needed to move ever in since, yeah, we, we first graced the planet. Therefore, it's really important as parents, particularly, to find activities that your kid really enjoys that are challenging them physically so that therefore they're putting that food that they have to good use so you're not having to deprive them of food at a young age and therefore hinder their metabolism as they go into adulthood but you're encouraging them to expend the energy that they do consume so that they're not going to be storing it as body fat and that can set them up better for adulthood as well guys if you are one who um, enjoys to consume quite a bit of food, like myself, but find that you are putting on the weight as well in adulthood because you you know, and it sort of rings true of you that you're not doing sort of a manual labor job. Then, of course, the best way to counteract that is to dedicate time each day, to go to the gym or to do an activity that you enjoy that's going to keep your metabolism firing, not just focus on burning calories for an hour but the consistency that keeps your body firing and keeps your metabolism up. Guys, thank you very much. Hope this has been useful and I'll see you again soon.